welcome to Season 3 of Goats and Dragons, a helpful goat gaming podcast. In this podcast, we play our long-form campaign, level 1 to 20, Fates of Rin. And uh, some of our content and uh, language may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Across the continent of Greater Banya, peoples of all walks of life share a common sense. A sense that something is approaching. What it is remains a secret to most, but they can feel it. Rumors of sickness spread in the south. A mountain flies in the west. An army of living flame marches through the desert sands, leaving a line of glass as their trodden path. Yes, these are the troubles set to welcome a god into this world. Baalit, the lidless eye, god of the searing light. She approaches and will not be deterred. However, a few know of her coming and prepare. A deadly and cunning thief, a champion of the mountain tribes, a cleric of chaos, a brilliant artificer, and a scarred soul whose past is catching up with him. Can these individuals save the rest? Can they kill a god? Can they save their friend? Can they each finally find a home? Let us together read the final chapters of these heroes. And welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I make my friends almost get to their destination, but not quite. Call me Spirit Airlines. <laughs> well, how I'm... long have you been sitting on that, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> how long? When's the last time we played? <laughs> I'm Andrew Gilbert, uh, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. With me, as always, is Galway, playing the Tiefling Sorcerer Charity. Hey, everybody. Sorry, I was adjusting a couple of settings. Uh, we do full intros now. My name's Galway, pronouns he, him, his, and I play Caller and Charity of the Family, whose pronouns are also he, him, his. Adam, playing the Halfling Rogue Burbage Kemp. Hello, everybody. Yes, my name is Adam Lover. Uh, my pronouns, pronouns are he. What? Did somebody say something? No. Okay, you okay? I'm going to take that back. <laughs> Give it to me again, Andy. We're moving on. Lena playing no! the... No! <laughs> there! Goliath right. Burberry right. and Stormbringer. No, 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 we'll no, come no, back. No. We'll come back. You're fine. Okay, come back to me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Yeah, hi. I'm Lena. My pronouns are she, her, and I play in Stormbringer, whose pronouns are also she, her. And Adam playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. Hi, everybody. My name's Adam. My pronouns are he, him, his, or they, them, theirs. And I play Burbage Kemp, uh, whose pronouns are he, him, his. And the last time we played, 
was on, I think, May 13th, 2022. Uh, and we are recording on July 29th. So that's like two and a half Rachel months. playing the mammoth <laughs> artificer. Clem. Hi, I'm Rachel. I play Clem. I use she, her, hers pronouns. Rachel's the reason we haven't played. It's true. I had a baby. It, it's it, it's she's outside of me now instead of inside of me Scared. and um i'm currently attached to suction that is uh pumping milk out of my body while i'm doing this and i will do it again at the end of the stream because motherhood is glamorous <laughs> if eric decides to bring her downstairs sometimes i'll put her on camera and you can say hi to her oh there you go and Darcy playing the tiefling cleric Hakari. Hey, I'm Darcy, and oh, you froze. Oh, no, try to get. Wow, can you hear? Me? Yeah, can you hear me? Can kind of hear you now, but you were more frozen than Federo just then. Whoa. Yeah. This is all it's going to be tonight, isn't it? <laughs> I've got all this pent up <laughs> bourbon energy, but uh, it's going to have to come out somehow. Good. I I, I can, once again, the lines between Galway and Charity blur as there's just... <laughs> <sighs> Let's see if this helps. Try it again. Okay, I'm Darcy. I play Hikari. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and hers or she, her, hers. Beautiful. All right. Um, well, hey, we're back from our summer break. Uh, we usually do this anyway. It's not just Rachel, but uh, we're oh. back. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're we're in the last few arcs of the story. I mean, we're getting this is kind of the last chapter for for you know goats and dragons, uh, fates of Rin, um, and and uh, everyone's doing great. Everyone's doing amazing. So thanks for being here along on this ride. Um, you can listen to us on our podcast, um, Goats and Dragons, or um, our second podcast, Helpful Goat Gaming Presents. Uh, where we play a lot of shorter campaigns, uh, every now and then like a one-shot, but most importantly, the interlocking campaign jammed by Galway in the world of Tear. Um, and we're just starting up a, a new Tear stream as well, so we're going to have those in our podcast eventually. And I'm in that, uh, along with Lena and obviously Galway GMing. Super fun. should check that out as well. Uh, and then we have a third podcast, uh, Dom and Dragons, the uh, 25 episode campaign where we play D&D with actor Dominic Monaghan, um, uh, who, who's in a new show, uh, Moonhaven, which everyone should probably check out. Um, I haven't yet. I don't have AMC Plus. I've been um, watching it. Is it good? It's it's really interesting. It's, it's, it's yeah. got some uh, interesting vibes to it, and uh, I enjoy having it on for sure. Yeah. He's in there uh, with Joe Magniello, I believe. Uh, who's also really into D and D? He's a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we are affiliate on Twitch, which means you're able to cheer and subscribe to us. So, and if you like something we do, please do that because that's fun. Um, but there's other ways you can help support us. Uh, exclamation point merch in the chat will get you hooked up with our merch page, which there's just all kinds of crazy fun things from lots of different helpful good streams on there um art from our community members uh and we have a new tier design yep 
There's this new tier design with, uh, I'm going to say all the campaign icons, and I mean that. <laughs> uh, there's art that people haven't seen before on there. Um, For future campaigns? Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, at least through the AC era. There's also the uh, Charity's Back Tattoo t-shirt, which is what I'm wearing, and I'm not going to turn around to show it to you. It's very pretty, though, and it was designed by Sam. Elise was wearing a helpful goat shirt when she dropped off this blueberry cake to me today. So, you know, Delicious. if you want to be cool like Elise, you should you should get one. And you want to be cool like Elise. Elise is the coolest. Um, also, uh, you can just donate straight to us uh, at uh, exclamation point KO-FI, our coffee page. Um, if you just want to buy us a cup of coffee, help us monetarily run everything that we're doing here. Um, it does help out. It helps out a lot. It helps us buy equipment. It helps us um, make sure we can get the things we need to. Um, that sort of thing. Uh, and if you want to join us and our community, exclamation point Discord in the chat, and that gets you hooked up with us directly. Uh, we are all very active on the Discord, um, and uh, and we play games uh rachel reads stories to us uh we watch movies together we you know play fortnite and pokemon together and and all kinds of fun things so um if you just kind of want to hang out with cool people um that is a great place to do it uh we also have uh exclamation point donate in the chat uh and if galway you wouldn't mind sharing what this month's probably sure, just, for a while i just <laughs> i just had to give uh Lena some shit in chat um <laughs> Yeah, right now uh, we have uh, links to a variety of resources uh, helping people access safe, legal uh, abortions when needed. Um, as everybody is probably aware, uh, there are a great deal of rights in America that are currently moving in a very recidivist direction. And so we here at Helpful Goat encourage you uh, donate to any of the charities on that list if you can. Um, if you are motivated or inspired to uh, look in your local area, see what you can do, see if there's volunteer work you can do, um, even things as simple as petitioning uh, local senators, uh, Congress people for both the federal level and your local level uh, is sort of what has to happen right now. So please, if you have time, energy, resources, either emotional or monetary, check it out. Wow. Andy's more frozen than Federo. Really wondered why there was no talking because I was I, I was I not was, on I was, cams and I was like I, well, no, I thought I he was, was doing a bit Andy's, and then I realized he wasn't blinking. Andy's computer just I don't know started restarting for some reason. So oh good. Oh. I like how we're coming back from break in the most helpful goat way possible with the tech. No, I. I got done and I also wasn't. I was looking up, but I wasn't like looking at the cams closely. And then like. I looked down, sort of was getting a drink after I could pause, and I'm like, wait, was I supposed to say something else? You're like, why Andy hasn't spoke. <laughs> Did I miss something? I, that was the end of the donate command. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to give an alt for editing, Andy. Uh, wow, Andy's more frozen than Vimeris. But then uh, can I get, a, can I get another take? Can you get yeah, what, me, is there uh, another one? one? What's, who else is... Uh, I just want you to say it with more emotion. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> Andy's more frozen than Vimeris. Okay, now You're say right? that. Now talk about how he's disappeared like uh, like Burbage is dead. Just, just a second. I just, <laughs> I just, I just have to say, 
sorry. The reason that I burst out laughing was on my end with the sound coming through. Adam wound up to do the with more emotion, and then there was the goat bleat of <laughs> someone falling or donating, and you just like go, ah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's Pretty fine. Emotional. Nice. That was a pretty good singer about Burbage's dad, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I miss all the fun. Yeah, yeah, but you caused all the fun by not being here. So it's kind of like quantum physics, you know? You caused the fun by not being here is the worst thing you can say to Andy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is my hell. That is Andy's actual hell. I know this about Andy because we've talked a lot about our shared FOMO. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let me restart everything here. I'll be with us. Just for the very start. Uh, but I believe we have, um, yeah, Adam playing Burbage Kemp. No. Um, but do we have Chelsea's poem? Yeah, it's supposed to yeah, be Yeah, that's what we do here. Yeah. I remember how things work. Would someone care to read? Ow. Sorry. I can. I didn't have it pulled up yet. Oh, no, it's fine. You finally made it to the frozen Federo. Hooray? A moment of pause and applause for surviving the bumps along the way. To get inside would be no small quest, and seriously, for the love of the family, take a much-deserved short rest. Biggest excite, and thank you for this story we love so dear, and every bit of joy and chaos that always ensue. Wait, hold on, does this mean we get Cat Cam and Marlo Cam too? Welcome back, and so much love, Fates of Rin crew. I can see and hear you. Yay! Thank you, I will do my best to give you Marlo Cam at some point, but she is currently sleeping on Eric. And we've lost Darcy. Tech is not We're never, we're never going to escape intros. Guys, is it just me, or have we never seen Andy and Darcy together on the same stream? <laughs> we often do. They've... Andy and Darcy are the same person. I've yeah. incited them to hit him. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. gotten to watch the progress as they left their frame and entered Andy's. Yeah. I want a good helpful goat conspiracy, though. It's a good helpful goat conspiracy. <laughs> I run tear. Put that in the chat. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a Fates of Rain conspiracy, but apparently something Andy said last session made me think that maybe Aideen has been a baddie all along. I wrote out this whole long paragraph about oh, why oh. Aideen is evil. Yeah, that was the that was the desperate ploy from uh, the elephant who's currently trapped. I'm also cutting right. into Andy doing a recap, though, so. Previously on Goats and Dragons and the Fates of Rain, <laughs> the family said their goodbyes to their loved ones in Cliff Mill having set them to the arduous task of preparing for an invasion, and teleported to Federo. However, something happened in the teleportation process that surprised Charity. Hurtling then through space, Charity, with all his might, tried to settle close to their desired destination, as opposed to in the inside of a mountain, under the sea, or amidst the bubbling lava spilling forth from an open fireplane gate north of Federo. Luckily, the family wound up inside a forgotten tomb near the city's walled edge. The tomb was for a powerful mage that had bewitched powerful beings to guard it, and the family had a hard 
time making it out of there alive. But when they finally did, they were greeted not with hot winds of the desert city they knew, but a cold, harsh world that no longer resembles the warmth of Federo. Now you all stare up to the western walls of the city, themselves freezing over, and you wonder how to get in. The morning casts cold shadows on this side, and the rocks behind you that hid the tomb now seem hard and threatening. You knew you were not going to be greeted amicably here, but everything about this situation just makes you feel like you're stepping in a hostile planet. The longer you stay, the more this creeping sense of dread overtakes you. My friends, what would you like to do? Burbage is just, is, is just staring at a frozen palm tree really intently to the point that it just seems like he's, he's not even aware of, of what's going on around him or who else is here. And then suddenly he's like, all right, I'm back. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just taking a little uh, mid-season break because it's like the middle of summer and this palm tree's frozen. So I just kind of took a break in the middle of summer. It's just a mid-season break and I'm back. We're all back. Well, let's do it. It's definitely not the middle of summer. Well, but it's the middle of a desert. Yes. Burbage, who are you arguing with? Uh, probably Elrond. Not Elrond. That's not his name. It's Elrond uh, Hubbard. It's uh, Phaedric uh, uh, Phaedric Dale Eldon. Eldon. That makes as much sense as anything, I guess. Do we know why it's so icy here? Not exactly. Um, or you know, you've heard rumors, and I think the players have guessed maybe, but. Um, that the city itself has been shut down for a, a while, um, and now this creeping cold has come over. In all seriousness, Clem, the last time we were here, we had gotten there had been some instances of of it snowing in Fenero. Um Is that was, not normal or desert? Oh no, this is a was... desert, Clem. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in a city and then lived in the mountains for the past like fifty years, so. Cities can be in the desert. Yeah, but I grew up in one city. And it wasn't in the desert? But you, we just came from there. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot you were from there. I, that's why you were weird. Yeah, okay. More so than normal? Yeah. Yeah. But, but it snowed here one time before we left, and then also, also, we kidnapped this plant for somebody that the plant made How cold. How do you kidnap a plant? Was it sentient? Oh, I don't think so. That would be weird. Was it sentient? I just, God, I I, should that. I, should I explain the differences between burglary and kidnapping, or is that not worth it right now? Um, I'd say we can save that for, uh, I don't know fun enjoyment this evening but maybe they planted the plant here and then it grew big and made big cold to, to be fair as insane as that sounds that's actually probably what happened because a similar plant sentient or otherwise is kind of what made the ice spire that uh Vimaris is trapped in over in cliff mill so clearly they have lots of cold energy it's also what caused the pair of turtle dragons that are in that spire to hunt us yeah not great <clears throat> You even remember, uh, Charity, that um, Ponway had already one of these in his possession. He had mentioned you were getting another. 
he was wanting another group to get another one and then you guys to get a fourth one in in um yeah the last one was cliff mill but it but it was the last of several yeah and as for why i imagine this has something to do with deterring the army of living flame that uh cliff mill's about to have to deal with Hey, this is very derailing, but have we considered ways before we free Vimeris to make the ice spire bigger? Not like to kill us, to like protect the town from the fire army that's marching towards it. Doesn't ice melt under fire? Not that but one. Is this like magic ice? Ah. Trust me, I've hit it with plenty of fireballs. <clears throat> do well, we, we need a druid to do that, and our druid is kind of stuck. I was going to say, so here's sort of the, the problem with looping back to that one. So we're outside this wall, and Burbage is trying to remember, he's reacquainting himself with his, his past experiences with Fidero, um, and, and trying to figure out, is there some kind of uh, secret, subtle entrance um, tunnel, you know, something secret tunnel, secret tunnel, uh, insert the, that song here. Um, he's trying to remember if there's something like that. We don't have button. the funds for that licensing. Damn, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, give me a history check. Don't mind if I do. History. Can we also start, like, short resting while we're thinking about ways to get into Fidero and see if we can complete a short rest? Uh, sure, yeah, you can, if you want, just kind of find a, a nook to try to stay as warm as you can. And um, It's cold, but it's not like Pelototh layer cold or, okay. you know, you, you've been... So we can, sh- we can short rest? Uh, yeah, if you want or to Or should rest. I? Yeah. I'm afraid to put in things and have you be like, actually, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, you start, yeah, you'll finish the short rest after about an hour. I don't get anything on a short rest, so why am I even arguing? Burbage <laughs> 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 doesn't need a short rest. I guess he didn't... Like he didn't get hurt in that fight against the teddy yeah, bear. Same. Oh well. Uh, Burbage rolled an eighteen history check. An eighteen. <clears throat> Burbage. Um. Yes, you recall a couple um, secret sort of passages. One is a tunnel um, that that uh, is. Uh, a bit precarious, uh, has been abandoned for a very long time, but actually reached toward a temple, uh, kind of way outside of town, um, to the, to the Northwest of, of Fidero. Uh, and there was an entrance, a tunnel entrance that led into town. Um, you also know, uh, down by the docks, um, there was a few, uh, uh, sort of grates, um, underneath the waterline that allowed you to come back, uh, come back in and uh, come up through those. Um, otherwise, the, you'd have to swim out or something around the walls and, and the docks themselves um, are open to the water. Um, or then, the, you know, there's several gates around town. Those are the ways in that you know. And the, and the gates are shut. Right. You don't see any from your vantage point. Right I was going to say, because oh. where we know we are on the city, there shouldn't be gates. But we've heard that, that, that the gates The are, city's on lockdown. city's on lockdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the city pretty much closed right after us. From yeah. The, yeah. When, when we headed out, from what I remember. Um, I don't remember how hurt Clue was. And because I think we pulled him in as a new token on this map, he is no longer hurt. But... Oh. 
I'll <laughs> yeah. just say he's short resting and like, I don't know. Sure. Use three of his dice or four. Like, I'll, I'll get him back Fair. up to yeah. full and just say it would yeah, probably yeah. take about half his dice. Um, yeah. So I, I think Charity would sort of be looking around. Uh, well, uh, actually, so there's the city wall and then is there ice like extending it or is it just frozen? The wall itself is frozen. Uh, I mean, it's already a very tall wall, about 40, 50 feet up. Um, but yeah, there's nothing extending beyond that, really. Um, while other people are resting, because Charity actually doesn't need HP at the moment, um, I'm going to cautiously fly up to see if I can see over and into the town. I'm not flying towards the wall. I'm just sort of flying up from where we are, a bit away from the wall. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, so you, you kind of uh, go straight up, and you now recognize sort of where you are. You're on that northwest-west uh, corner of Federo, um, where your tokens are on the map. Um, you, to your left, uh, you know, uh, is the Lonely River, um, which then meets up with the river slums where Burbage used to live. Um, behind you, then, is the Creeping Dunes, where all the sand keepers would go to work. Um, although... Um, you'd see those as kind of frozen over dunes at this point. The sand is not whipping around. Um, but, you know, those are the normal features that you sort of expected to see here. Unexpectedly, you see a very large volcano sticking out of the desert to the north. Oh, okay. I thought you meant in the city. I'm like, well, that's not good. No, billowing a, a black smoke into the air, covering the, the sky above you entirely. What you thought was dark clouds, um, but seems to be some sort of mixture of smoke and cloud. Um, the uh, A couple rivers of lava have uh, poured down into the, the, the sand wastes itself. Um, one of them is kind of snaking its way toward... Uh, Federo on the northern end um, and you see in the distance just a, a mass of what you thought was like a lake of lava um, but it does seem to be very slowly moving this might be a, a large force of those fire elementals that you've heard about um, and they seem to be moving this direction oh, does it seem like they're going to get here like today? Uh, no probably next few days I mean there's still a ways out um, but it's obviously their um, intention. You can you can tell. Do I see anything stopping me visually from like just flying into the city? Uh, nope. You can give me a perception check. Sure. <clears throat> just kind of double check a few things. But uh, I am going to cast guidance on myself first. Guidance is cantrip that makes you or your friends better at stuff. Use it early. Use it often. Twenty. Yeah, twenty. Uh you see um, several sort of winged beasts above the city. Um, they look like wyverns to you. Uh, and one of them just gets kind of close enough that you can see a rider on it. Uh, someone with white and gold robes flowing um, behind them as they as they ride, which you recognize as one of the um, sort of captains of the guard uh, of the city. Which again, is all uh, theocracy, so all of these are temple members. Uh, none of them cross over the border of the of the walled city. Andy, your vocals seem very in and out, gravelly, staticky. Oh, do they? 
Yeah. Well, our uh, internet must be nasty. I'm sorry. It's nasty internet. Nasty. Is this any better for the moment? No. Ugh. Um, I don't know. Yeah, let's just reset our router. I'm sorry, everyone. Talk amongst yourselves, please. Uh, Darcy and I are, are gonna sure. here for a minute. <clears throat> Free to ask us questions about our characters or fates of Rain. Also, I'm going to temporarily cover us be- because the flickering of the movie background is bothering me enough that I'm just going to change out that background. Oh. Hey, guys, wow. To fix it. Andy just disappeared worse than Burbage's father did. Uh, Ayo. Who are you talking to and who is Andy? Rachel's jokes. <laughs> she, was, she told me to do that. It was a gift joke. It was a oh, gift okay. Joke. Don't look a gift joke in the mouth, Lena. <laughs> I don't like know what that means. <laughs> oh well, everybody knows that the, the jokes that I give always have teeth. You know, you got, I got nothing. I don't know. I'm tired. Uh, Why does the jokes Fire Nation want to destroy Federo anyway? That was me. That's yeah. my question. Has it been, are they trying to break in to get the Hellfire first? Or is there something else going on? Uh, chat thinks they remember, and they probably have better memory than me, Chelsea and Sam. Um, and maybe Rachel also. Maybe just Chelsea and Sam. I don't know. Rachel question. doesn't have a good memory. About okay. <laughs> Chelsea and Sam think that it's just for the Hellfire. Chelsea thinks that maybe they remember like Palatoth or someone else saying something about that. That's probably true. Um I'm just having trouble remembering things. And if they also, if they still need, do they still need like certain magic artifacts for the, for their plan? Because wasn't that part of what leveling Possibly. the space was for, was for? Like they were. Oh, trying I to think find, so. Find certain items, certain objects. That right. So maybe not, some of that's here also. Yeah, things that would not burn. Do we know what objects, uh, either than things that won't burn? I feel like we don't. Well. But... I was wasn't uh was the the sphere that fake Theodric was in was that supposed to be one of the items that survived the fire in in the Wicamp? I feel like that's possible. Possibly. There were a bunch of them like we had one of our handouts has a list where it was like almost like a ch- not a not one of the children's rhymes with the frog or bird or whatever the yeah, odd right. parable one but there was one that like literally discussed a list of like a stool an axe a blah 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 a blah 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 where it was they were mostly fairly mundane things oh, also i'm yeah. sorry that the cameras are completely freaked out but i'm not gonna be able to fix that right now two people down is too many no this is great i literally so... just wrote in my notes the bad ritual has to be done on consecrated ground like hollow ground, Cliff Mill fits basically everything. And then I wrote, I'm going to kill myself. Not, sorry, I'm mad at myself. Okay. I'm not going to kill myself. Okay. They also okay. need items that fit a lot of things we've heard about before. What items, Lena? Yeah, the chair. The, well, and some of those items had been given to some Goliaths, the, the Goliaths to like uh, watch over. And instead of yeah. watching over them, they gave them to that store. Um, yeah, and so the other, the red family, I think at least like got some items just from buying them in that store. Okay, I found it. The red family at least was looking for a bowl, a chair, and an axe. Holy crap! I remember two of them. <laughs> and the chair was 
they got the chair for this at all and i don't think they got the axe or the ball there's also a possibility that your axe is the axe my axe is not that special, but it could be. But it is durable, and it survived a fire, yeah. which was that because we determined that the fire blight was them burning the world, essentially, to find the items that they needed to collect in order to summon Behelet, because the fire wouldn't destroy those items. So these people have literally destroyed and murdered multiple cities worth of people just to get these things. I kind of admire their commitment. No. No, we don't got it. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. No, I meant you not. Don't. Don't admire it. Definitely was, admire it, yes. They're very admirable. The commitment, not what they're committed to. Listen, Hitler had a lot of good ideas. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks for taking the heat off me, Rachel. Okay, I'm a Jew. I can say that right. <laughs> Nobody can say that. That was the rules. What in the it's world? Literally a crime in Germany. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, it was a joke with teeth. Don't look it in the mouth. Yeah, joke with teeth. Don't look a tooth joke in the mouth. <laughs> what? Do, do I sound a bit better? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, we are an anti-Semitic podcast now. God damn it. I'm gone for 20 seconds, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Listen, how are we supposed to fill time, okay? Uh, Almost anything else! <laughs> wow. Listen, wow. motherhood changes you. <laughs> Andy, please, for the love of God, say something. <laughs> okay, hey, we're, I'm back. <laughs> I hope you had fun. It no. sounds like you did not. Um, I will. Uh, so, Galway, yes. Uh, Charity has seen these wyverns flying over Fidero, patrolling almost, it looks like. Uh, and one of them got close enough that you could see their, their white and gold robes. Uh, so these are temple guardians. Okay. Yeah. Uh Looking down, sort of with, you know, if I'm scanning with that perception check, do I see people moving in the city? Uh, yes, uh, huddled close together for warmth uh, with big fur on. Um, every once in a while, yeah, you'll see someone kind of rushing around. It is not the bustling city, though, that that you remember. And, of course, there are some of the outlying areas. Uh, so there are houses and stuff outside the walls as well, and you see people in there, too. Uh with that, Charity will very quickly flap away from the wyvern. Um, sort of land. Okay, so they're watching the sort of aerial approach to the city. Um, there are still people moving around inside, but there's not nearly as many. Uh, and also, they seem very cold. Uh, speaking of, Charity's going to rummage through his pack and put back on the heavy cloak that he had for being in the mountains. Better. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. Was Adam? We just lost Adam. He's back in. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll play at some point, I promise. Uh, so I think we should try to get in a different way. But so the gates presumably are still closed. They're guarding the skies. But with the fact that we see people inside, um, maybe there's another way. 
Um, Could we dig? Like, just dig, dig real good? I, possibly, but I had a less arduous uh, method. If the long, or if the short rest is finished? Sure, yeah. Uh, I do want to do something yeah. during the short oh, rest. Oh, okay, sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> take that okay. over, because Char- Charity will sort of say, uh, but I, I want to let Clue finish resting before we try. Sure. So, uh, in my uh, inventory, the last item I have is sign-in book from Tomb. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I take some time to see if there's anything relevant or interesting? Uh, sure. Give me a history check as you're looking through the names here. Ba-ba-da. History. Is it related to? Magic items, alchemical objects, or tech devices. No. Fuck. Uh, 18. Ooh, 18. Um, interesting. Interesting. Let me look up something. Where are... I have written far too many handouts for this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Not as a critique, but yeah, I'm like, well, one of the places where you were gone, I'm like, it's in one of the handouts. I do not remember which one. I am not going to go look for it. Um, I'm looking for the, uh, um, the brief history of Federo. Books and tomes, lost knowledge. It's not in lost knowledge. It's not with the party. Uh, yeah, it's a brief history of Federo. It's, it is in with the party. Yeah. There it is. Yep, a brief history. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Uh, so you recognize a couple names in here. Um, one of them was Ponway Elvor. Um, one of them was Israk Devere. Okay. Um, and one of them was your old master, mm. C. Ekris Ren. Does that feel important or relevant at all? Uh, it seems interesting that uh, these kind of powerful people um, had all visited this tomb at some point. Uh, also, and then very quickly, even while some of them are still alive, uh, it got lost. Because none of you who are familiar with Federa has ever heard of any of this here. Uh, and itself is covered with rocks and moss and uh, would have been very hard to find from the outside. So a lot of powerful assholes uh, uh, seem to know about this tomb and signed in? Like, I guess they like to follow rules. I don't know if you need to sign in. Should we sign in? I guess I took the book, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> but they signed in like good like good rule boys. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Well, from what I know, Ponway and... Um... Israk were both powerful, well, are, in Ponway's case, powerful mages, so that might have something to do with it. Are we supposed to tunnel through the tomb to get into Federo? We just came from the tomb, though. I know, and it was really bad. I don't really want to go back yeah. there. Yeah. I do have two potions of flight, if that would help. Wyverns. Oh, I wasn't looking up at the sky at all. Or paying guys, attention. Guys, now, you know, there are, we've got some options in terms of getting into Federo. And I agree, I don't really want to go back into the tomb where there are two teddy bears named Joy and... What was the other one? The Anger. Joy and Anger? And they both turned into monsters. That was awful. 
Oh, the teddy bears. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I forget what the other teddy bear was. I've got notes. I don't feel like looking for it. Uh, sacrifice. Also, I'm pretty sure... Is that thumb named Julian still on my back? That thumb? Yeah, I think there's a thumb named Julian that was summoned into existence by somebody's spell, and it's been riding Burbage's back, and it exists for another eight hours. Yeah, it was... You had the yeah. tiny servant... Rachel, you were the one. In- oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. Anyway, Julian and I happen to know that there are, there are at least two other options for getting into town. One, we could go to this entrance to a secret tunnel in an abandoned temple north of town, or we could go find these grates by the docks get into the town through there. Which of those is less likely to have weird teddy bears in them? Well, the secret tunnel could be described as precarious, and the docks could be described as docks. So... (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't have even stretched to piers? No. Jetties? Wolves? Pros and cons here, I think with the docks we'd probably get wet, and with the secret tunnel we'd have to enter a house of worship. Uh, has it finished the sort of short rest as yes, Clemens we'll, did looking through that? Yeah. Trey's like, just one other option, uh, and he's going to walk towards the wall. Clue? Ethereal. <laughs> and Charity uh, uh, wants him. Clue to take him with him. Yeah, so you and him <laughs> flip into the ethereal plane. This, though ethereal plane around you normally it's just sort of silvery shadows that dance and sort of outline what the real world material world looks like this feels fuzzy like the world is being distorted almost here there's a there's a harsh wind that whips by you and and clue and then in front of you where the walls of this city should be you see a gleaming blue just solid plane of force stretching as far as you can see up into the air Um, there is something here that seems to be bleeding over into whatever protects Fidero itself is bleeding over into the ethereal plane Um, this is uh, insane levels of magic Charity's gonna sort of look at it so you're more experienced with the ethereal than I am, Clue. I'm assuming we can't just walk through that. All right. Well, uh, before we go back and they can hear us, do you have a preference for temple versus docks? Nah, he just shrugs his shoulders, sort of. Fair enough. His, All right. Well, let's go back. Kind of rubs it against you. I'll sort of pat the top of his head as we phase back in. You see yeah. them pop <clears throat> All right. Yep. Those. Those. Those are. Those are the options. Docks or tunnel. <clears throat> also, we did. Uh, someone mentioned that uh, there's someone smuggling people in and out of the city. Uh, Burbage Kemp, which you know, that might be a loose end in of itself. We want to tie up. Wait. Wait. Who said that? Did we all hear that? Did I hear that? Who did say that to us, Andy? You had heard uh, from 
uh, just someone about the news of Federo. A couple things that Federo was in lockdown. It was freezing over. Boneway was dead, and someone named Burbage Kemp was uh, a smuggler who could a hero for the people who need to get in or out of the city. Guys, it's happening again. Time fuckery. Future me already exists and is smuggling people in and out of Federo. Look, Burbage, we figured out it wasn't really time fuckery. I think it was memory fuckery because um, something weird with, with Roburn, but she's better now, or at least for me, she's better. And also with, with the, with the, with the, the fuck, uh, fuck, the fucks, fuck, fuck, that organization, the, uh, the, fuck. Riddle Nobody restart right? storm. Yeah, riddle the Riddle Machina, thank you. So, no, it's, so I don't think it was time for so maybe you've just been in one, in two places, like, going back and forth real fast doing this, and you just forgot because of memory fuckery. Uh, so, uh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, do we all, do, do we all know Roburn's alive uh i think so yeah probably yeah Char charity would that. have mentioned to everybody else that yeah Akari oh, would have mentioned that too yeah speaking of which that's wild yeah, we, we saw her dead we it buried her i've died sometimes hopefully she doesn't you know get annoyed about that and same uh yeah but, but Clem, Clem, there's this organization, the Riddle Machina, that like makes it so you like can't remember them or something if you see them, and they seem like they're bad and working for bad people. Um, and Roburn is my dead girlfriend, but she's alive actually. Does that clear it up? Bristol. I'm glad. Isn't there something the the the, the nature of the Riddle Machina mm -hmm. had were, something to do they were with alternates? Like, they, yeah. What it was? Alternates. It was people from this plane or from this world, but who were from a different, essentially reality, a different version of it. So they do not fully exist within this world, which is why yeah. they sort of pop out of your memory as soon as you've seen them. So there's some kind of like tension there, there uh, a duality, or like they're not fully on this plane, or they don't belong in this reality. One yeah. of them probably yeah. fucking hates high elves. Uh. Oh, goodness. Well, all right. Not time fuckery. Probably not memory fuckery, but okay. So who's this? Dissociation fuckery? You dissociated so hard you're in two places at once? Cheers. Right, sounds... That does sound like me. And you. Uh, so Could somebody yeah... just be using your name? From behind Burbage, Charity is going to give you a thumbs up could possibly be using my name is there ever even a point over the past few months that somebody has taken my name or that i've foisted off my name onto somebody else you know that like people don't have to kindly ask to to use your name right you also remember that you literally used your name so that uh, what's his name? Meepus got conscripted after he'd mind blasted himself, so he didn't remember us. Meepus, me. You didn't that go into the waterfalls to forget name. him. Uh. Well, it's a name. The jury's out on whether he's a person. I remember Meepus. Oh man, that was like two seasons ago. Um, what? I guess it was a did. month and yeah. a half. Vimeris. Yeah, Vimeris had that idea, didn't he? To to to. 
to make it seem like maybe this was me. I I don't I don't yeah. remember whose credit or blame that was. Is Meepus you and Meepus is sneaking people in and out of Federo or something? No, that, that, he was a smuggler. He is impossible. Imagine he doesn't remember who we were. He, he doesn't remember who we are at all. That's what he went under the waterfall to forget. Oh, he just yeah, tried he to forget us. us because of the sheer amount of shit we'd done to him. To be fair, he deserved all of it. The person you fought from the Riddle Machina Stormbringer on the boat had mentioned something about being about Mebus. Yeah. Maybe that's how he that he was found. So you're not exactly sure. Like, that uh, doesn't make sense that he just told them about you guys. So, like, maybe they were able to unlock something from him. So maybe the memory's still kind of deep in there somewhere, but just, yeah. It can't be Mapis. Somebody like Mapis. Can you imagine him surviving conscription into the military? He can't possibly still be like a thing, right? He was an accomplished smuggler and sea captain. Yeah, but he was also like kind of a tool. Oh yes, very much that. But I'm just saying that is not in of itself enough to ensure that they die. Yeah, well. Pretty sure it's probably not Mapis. So I'm just declaring right here, right now, that if we ever run into Mapis again, I will be absolutely shocked. Shocked! Charity's gonna look at you and just sort of cock an eyebrow. Ten gold it is. All right, dear. All right, let's go find Burbage Camp. (laughs) (laughs) So we're gonna have two Burbages? God help us. Do we know where to look for Burbage Camp? Not this privilege camp, the other privilege camp. You said there are uh, houses outside the city, right? Right, small settlements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. So there's in there. Right. So there's uh, the one to the south, which is uh, Wivernem. Uh and then there's Lockdown, which is on the northeast side, and Eastwild, which is on the sort of the southeast side. Well, Wivernem would be the one close. How? Incidentally, how long would it like take to circle the city? Um, uh, hours, like a better part of a day to just go on foot. Um, well, if it is Meepus, he's probably going to be operating someplace close to water, we would assume. Or at least I would. Uh, let's try to ask in Wyvernum, and then if not, we can, well, at that point, I mean, you know, it's a city wall, not projecting out miles into the ocean or anything so okay yeah so yeah if everyone's in agreement yeah uh, you start making your way south along the wall um in a, um so a few uh just uh like you know 45 minutes hour passes um you start to see the wyvernim sort of settlement outside the walls um there are several buildings that look destroyed and just leveled here um and uh, but you do see a few people kind of milling about. Uh, they're still trying to go about their lives. Um, though this is kind of a small farming community out here, uh, you can't imagine that the fields are giving a good crop this year. Uh, as we're coming in, Charity would be looking <clears throat> for any uh, sigils or marks in Thieves' Camp. Also, just remember, my name is Snow Mountain Baller, okay? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, Akari. Yeah. This is going to be so fucking cool when I get this 10 gold from charity. 
We also we should all use uh, aliases, like not just call call her that name right now. Uh, yeah, I forgot what my alias why, is. Why do we all need to use aliases? Because You're probably fine, actually. This is we're in the belly of the beast, Clem, and it wants to chew on us from inside its belly, and so we gotta be real sneaky. Most so bellies don't have teeth. teeth. From what this I found. one does. This one oh. does. So yeah. her name is Orange, and I don't remember what everybody else's secret names were. I think it called Anti-B Pomelo or something. Okay, Orange fine. was literally the one you picked for yourself last time. Oh, I don't remember that. Pomelo is fine, though. <laughs> Maybe that riddle thing has gotten hold of me, and I'm uh, Please don't losing say that. my memory. Don't, don't joke about that. Herbids, do you remember my name? I think, yeah, I want you like Rosemary Clooney or some shit. It was Rose, Rosemary Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, but, but like for, for your like, Elias's like story, like narrative wise, maybe like she got a divorce from Mr. Sinclair and now she's back to her maiden name, Rosemary Clooney. You know what I mean? Is that exciting? I like it. I'll go by Rosemary Clooney, definitely. And I guess I'll probably be uh, attaché a drink or something, you know, some some sort of callback. Okay, attaché a drink. <laughs> attaché a drink. Rosemary, Snow Mountain Baller, Pomelo, Wrath. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, God. <clears throat> uh, Wait, it's points at Clue. Yeah. Clue. <laughs> Randolph. Fire on his mane. Just... <laughs> yeah, how's Randolph doing? Uh, yeah, he's dropping along behind you. Picking up snowballs, making them, and then throwing them at Burbage, but not hitting him at all. Nice. Oh. <laughs> 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 Don't <touch> me. <laughs> no, no, that's you. That's what you sound like. You're you weirdo. do realize that this is a creature that I made out of dead parts, right? That you're arguing with? Yeah. I've argued okay. with a backpack. Isn't that right? Uh, what's your name? Seamus. Seamus. Remember when... Oh, uh, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, we the backpack was also involved. I think the backpack needs a secret name, too. What do you want, Seamus? Oh, yeah. yeah, call me... Uh... Uh, how about this? Jan Sport. Jan Sport. Your name okay. is Jan. Jan, that's fine. That's okay. fine. Yeah, I don't mind Jan. In all likelihood, I mostly use your name when, you know, we're in the heat of battle, so I'll probably just end up calling you Seamus. Nothing personal. Yeah, it's fine. Don't, don't do that. One's, no one's looking for me except my former owner, probably. <laughs> your former or... owner who literally didn't know what your name was. I asked you what you wanted your name to be after yeah. we killed her. <laughs> yeah, asshole. Yeah, and she or probably... Or call him Seamus. Seamus? That's Seamus. Yeah. That's how it's spelled. Seamus. Yeah. I like that it was a joke because of seams, because backpacks have seams. Ooh. I'm just going to oh, go... Yeah, it works on multiple it. levels. Look, yeah. whatever we whatever we call them, I think we can safely assume that his previous owner cannot possibly still be alive. I mean, in our experience, when we kill members of the Riddle Machina, they stay dead. Uh, I think maybe we should stop saying that those uh, phrase out loud. Also, from up in front of you, Charity's <laughs> going to call back. Probably a good idea. <laughs> so we're going to call them the Puzzle Machine. The Puzzle now. People. God damn it. It's a lot to keep all in my head. <laughs> As I'm walking in again, I'm looking for any marks or signs in Thieves Camp. Um, 
Sure. Generally, I'm looking for them, but especially yeah. something that would indicate like smuggler this way. If you need help, go talk to this person kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you're not super familiar with this area of town, except for Hikari. Uh, there's a brewery here called Love Brewery. Um, it's a really cool establishment. Um, and you're somewhat friendly with uh, the proprietor of Love Brewery. Um, other than that, it has a general store. It has several different kind of, you know, normal places. Um, though uh, the the um, sweets shop that's over here, um, uh, meats and sweets, uh, is not open currently. And uh, yeah, on um, on a couple buildings you pass, uh, you see the thieves can't for friendly um, charity. But uh, you don't see anything right now for, like, this way or, like, safety or help or anything like that. Okay. Um, which which is a little weird. Um, I guess that might mean that it, the Thieves Guild is not super active out here. Um, but, yeah. And Burbage, yeah, as a former member of the Thieves Guild in Federo, this, yeah, they don't do much Wyvern. Hmm. So that's normal. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Okay. What would you like to do? Does anyone have a centralized pl place we could ask for information? I say we go to Love's Tavern because I need a drink and I forget why else. Let's go to Love's Tavern. Oh yeah, I know someone there. <laughs> Love Brewery. Yes. Oh. oh, I can't keep all these places. Are you serious? <laughs> I have brain damage. I have other brain damage. I've lived for 3,700 years. I'm talking to God at this point. I'm just staring up into the sky. Are you fucking kidding me? At Love's Brewery. Fair, where, where is that? I'm not even going to ask what you're talking to. Uh, southern end of town near the, near the water. I just start walking off. <laughs> so yeah, Charity will... I'm going to try to make my way through so that I can still see a lot of buildings so I could try to see if there's any sort of, you know, obvious markers of this way for entry, etc. And I think that <clears throat> if Charity was going to focus on something, he's probably also going to focus on marks that look newer. Because, you know, sure. a few months ago, the city wasn't locked in ice, the gates weren't closed, etc. He doesn't really care as much about, oh, hey, friendly fence here. Blah, blah, blah. It's more like, what have you been up to since those gates closed? So as you make your way um, down through this area, it's kind of keeping close to the wall um, where there aren't a lot of people, though it's incredibly cold. Um, you uh, you make your way down to uh, Love Brewery um, and uh, finally you find uh, something charity. You find a small script um, that essentially uh, says... Um, uh, passage. Okay. Um, Where is this on this establishment? Oh, it's on Love's uh, Brewery. Yeah, it's on on kind of uh, uh, one of the one of the main posts of the corner, um, but the one sort of facing the sea. Okay, but it is like where we're going. Correct. All right, Jared will go inside. All right. Um, yeah, the the bleak exterior of everything around you um, fades away very quickly as. The warmth and the smells of this place just smack into you as you open the door. 
Um, there's uh, incense burning. There's uh, incredibly large, ornate pillows just strewn across the, the floor of this establishment. Um, a, uh, a shirtless elf uh, comes up to you, uh, and he has a tray, and uh, he hands you uh, small, tiny little shots of something. Uh, and he says, Welcome to Love Brewery. <laughs> Sorry, who do I know here? Like, what is their name and stuff? Please now? not this guy. Please, yeah, please let it be this guy. <laughs> no, it's not this guy. Um, it's Taxodon. Yeah. Is his name? Taxodon. Uh, and he's a Loxodon who owns this place. Okay. Hey, everyone. Would you like um, a seat, or would you like uh, some some brews? We have a few potions in stock. Can you point me in the direction of Taxodon, young sir? Oh, Taxodon doesn't bother so much with a day-to-day. Um, but I, if you really want to talk Taxodon, it costs a little extra. Yeah, um, go tell him Hikari's here. Oh, I'll do that. In the meantime, pick a pillow. If you need a partner, uh, just ring the bell next to the pillow. Um, and, and, you know, just be courteous and pay up front. Thank you all. And then he'll saunter away. Charity's going to look up so 15 seconds after our first interaction. That's how, that's how long those lasted. Um, it, yeah, do you make yourself comfortable? Yup. Yup. <laughs> I plopped down on the pillow right away, and, uh, I don't know. I guess I probably would order drinks from him, so. Should, can we, can we maybe, like, collectively, uh, ish, like, submit an appeal to Andy that Hikari said Rosemary Clooney? But we need her connections here. <gasps> we do, that's true. That's, no, yeah. I knew as soon as we're like, we're gonna go yeah. to the place where someone knows Hikari, I'm like, well, Codename plan screwed. I didn't even think about that. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe this guy, maybe like there's like a like a nickname that only he has for Conroy. Were they close? No, not super close. No. I, I, I think we have to. I think we've made this bed. and We have to lie in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've Fair plumbed enough. this pillow. Sorry now we have to sit that. on it. No, it, it's totally a good point. But uh, you know, Charity will sit as much as possible, like his with his back to a wall. Um, both for the security of it and he's trying to get as as full of view of the room as he can um, and again looking for any follow up uh, like thieves can't markers of this way you know talk to blah yeah. identification marks give me a perception check unless you want to wander around and then investigate uh, I'm going to start by just sitting so I'll do the perception check I'm going to give myself guidance uh, 18. 18. Um, you're not actually noticing much kind of around you. Um, there, uh, just, there's only one other marking that you see close to you. Uh, and it's just, um, uh, try the, try the hippie beer. That's what it says. That's it. Um, you, let's see. Burbage and Stormbringer recognize someone, um, mostly because they have their shirt off and are a little sweaty. Um, 
But do you remember the the dock master that allowed you to bring the owlbears in? The dwarf. He he said basically after he paid him off. Look, I'm not gonna say anything. Just have him out of the city before someone sees you. But you can bring him in. And then you um, were climbing up to the Blue Fort Inn, and you peeked in a window, and you saw all of him. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's this gentleman. Yeah. I forgot uh, that it was the Dockmaster that we and he, saw. And he's, yeah, just kind of running over to the bar, uh, and he says, four more waters, please. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> and he seems to be the only one really enjoying the establishment for all it's worth in here. Hey, Stormbringer. Yeah. See that guy? Remember when you saw him naked? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it was. I've seen him kind of almost naked again. Yeah. Maybe Why? he doesn't ever wear clothes. Should we go talk to him? Um, I feel like the GM might want us to, but I can't think of a compelling reason <laughs> why Stormbringer would want to. Huh? <laughs> as 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 Clem asks why as well, Cherry's gonna look over. When you have to ask about these things, I realize what it, I wonder what it would be like to have a life where I didn't know. Wait, we we saw didn't we see two people engaged in like a sex act? Mm-hmm. Do, do we know who he was who he was with? Uh no, that you didn't recognize him at the time. It was just some person. Yeah. At the time. Give us give me that face. What What's that supposed to mean? Burbage is being presented with a shirtless dockmaster in the brewery. He's racking his brain now to try to remember what he saw in that window that day. Give me a history check. That's a crit (laughs) hit. That's a crit hit? So if that, if the person the dockmaster was having sex with is relevant and significant, Burbage knows. Um... (laughs) Good it job, was, uh, Stumpton. No, it was uh, Tellywood Tyne. <gasps> um, at the time, oh. you had not yet met. Interesting. Oh, the, 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 the caravan the person. Yeah. Who um, I also know. Who you also know, yeah. Stormbringer, you know, I just remembered. I just got a flashback to the face of the person that Dockmaster was with that day. And I'm pretty sure it was... Oh, strike that, reverse it. No, don't reverse it. Just change Stormbringer to Snow Mountain Baller. <laughs> you guys are great at this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he was with Tallywood from the caravan. Well, that's nice. As Stormbringer is saying this, Charity is going to say into Burbage's mind, you remember we can talk into each other's minds, right? <laughs> Burbage... Dusts off his sigil. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, this thing. Oh, oh, man, I forgot I had this mid-season break by the palm trees. Really did a number on me. <laughs> Hakari, order another one of whatever you're ordering. Do you do you think like that means like Tellywood is like involved somehow in something somewhere? Do like we should investigate this or uh, just just sex? Message Cantaloupe Stormbringer. I don't think that it means anything insidious. I just... Am I saying this out loud? Why didn't that work? Message Cantaloupe Stormbringer. Why am I telling you this out loud? <laughs> Jesus. 
What? What's happening? <laughs> what are we supposed to do? It doesn't work because you said <laughs> <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> God damn oh wizarding world of Harry Potter spell. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, okay. Message cantrip Stormbringer. I think it just makes sense that somebody, you know, who's a dock master who sort of lets things like owlbears in and out of a town would happen to know somebody like Tellywood who's it's always transporting things in and out of town. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's a good point. Maybe they, had, maybe they had some kind of beautiful love affair over the course of their lives. And maybe just recently, though, they, they got a divorce. And now Tellywood's going by her maiden name, Clooney. Yeah, that totally following that entirely, and it makes a lot of sense. Anyway, I'm with you. I can't think of a compelling reason why we should actually go over and talk to this guy, but he looks pretty good, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I feel like him sweaty. Akari Damarian! So good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I ruined it right off. No, 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 no! This is just charity in character. Galway out loud, like Galway the player, just to, over the table. Absolutely I thought forgot. this was no, no, no. But I absolutely thought that this was the right thing to do, and I also understood that it was going to involve immediately blowing the code names thing. Okay. I, okay. I'm like, I was like, yeah, yeah, but it's probably still the best way. Charity is just sitting there going, oh, good. You got a lot of nerve showing yourself here. And out walks this rotund, even for a Luxodon, uh male, uh, kind of a, a, a darker, almost gray, like a dark gray, almost charcoal skin. Um, he kind of waddles over. He's um, uh, wearing what looks to be like a, like a, 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 a uh, a table run, um, like a long, thin sort of strip of, of cloth just with his head poked through the middle of it. So it kind of comes down in front and comes down in back, but that's it. Um, and he says, Hagari de Marion, you owe me 20 gold. Have you come to pay? Sure. Oh, really? Here it is. <laughs> you hand him 20 gold? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, fuck. All right. Not mad anymore. Oh, good. Good. Uh, so, yeah. What's going on around here? It's shit. Everything's shit. The walls are closed. Can't go in and no one's got money for, for Love Brewery anymore. You remember? <laughs> this place was packed. This place was smoking. This place was steaming and thriving and undulating. Those are lots of descriptive adjectives. Yes, uh, I would say all of those them. things about about here. But but what happened? Like it's not like this anymore. What's what? Sorry, I was looking at Galway. What's like? What happened? Why is it icy? What's going on? Sometime in the fall. Stuff started to get colder. Nights, maybe a snowflake here and there. And there was something like a few couple months ago. It just froze over, almost overnight. The water's even froze in this area. It's 
a bleeding wasteland out there. No one tells us anything. They just lock everything down. And now I hear there's some sort of fire people. I hope they come and melt the whole place down. Hmm. So, who, my friend, would we go about talking to? Or about maybe some underground activities such as getting into the city? Would you happen to know anyone or who we would need to talk to if we got into the city? Any of that kind of information? Listen, uh, you don't want to go in the city. They're locked down too. I'll give you another 20 gold if you tell me. All right, who you want to talk to is Burbage Kemp. He is over in Eastworld. Burbage has been drinking and he's like... <coughs> <laughs> Burbage Kemp, you say? Could you describe this person to me? Oh, yeah, he's a little person. Uh, some say halfling, but I've seen him. He's a dwarf. Um, tall for a halfling, if you ask me. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's a, he's a bit weepy of a gentleman. And he's got red hair. Uh, he's a weirdo. But, hey, whatever. I can, I can take five now if you want. Barbara's just gonna no no no. I'm just gonna lean to Clem. So okay, all right. Charity thinks he's got this one, all right. But like, red hair, weepy dwarf. I mean, <laughs> that could be anyone. Right? It's just a coincidence, right, Clem? I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> Not I've seen a life. lot of red-haired dwarves in my life, though. So yeah. Exactly my point. There's a lot of gingers. Name one that you've been with. Uh, there was uh, Steve. Yeah, oh, he's, Steve. it could be Steve. I never think of a different name. That's probably Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve uh, Oakenheart Hammer. Stephen Oakenheart Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Charity, double down. 20 gold that it's actually Steve Oakenheart Hammer. Specifically that it's Steve Oakenheart Hammer. Not just that it's not Meepus, but specifically that. Yes, that's how confident I am, but it's not Meepus. Charity's going to look in, in his coin purse. A hundred. Well, when you... <laughs> when oh, you, you know Andy's going to make it be Steve Oakenheart Hammer just for this, then. Probably <laughs> yeah. just going to look inside of his his coin purse um, and see if the bit is worth it. Oh, all right, yeah. hundred gold. <laughs> That's how confident I am. You've never lacked for confidence. All right, so you said in Eastwild? Yeah. Any nice place, Eastwild. It's as run down as we are, but it's on the east side, so you get that morning light. Any Very true. I how we could get it how we could maybe you know make our way into the city under undercover a little bit oh, I don't know I mean if you ask me um you just climb up over the top I assume or walk right into the sea try to get in through the docks though they're, they're watching those real close do you know anyone that would have any information maybe that yeah is that a nod no, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, okay, because I was like, no one can see. I mean, only certain people can see that, Andy. Um, 
do you know anyone that maybe like helps people get in and out or maybe smuggles some things in and out? Oh, in Burbage Camp, yeah. Oh, Burbage Camp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so really, the only, the only remaining thing useful. is to get to Eastwild. Uh, okay. And no real tips on any way to get there except just walking? Um, yeah. I mean, you could go around the top, but that's a long way. So I'd, I'd trek across the water. Is the water so frozen that, like, you can walk across it? Yeah. Okay. About how long do you think it'll take to reach there? Uh, oh, a few hours. Like, tonight you get there. Right. Slow going on the ice, but quicker than going all the way around. Uh. And it's, like, super, super safe, right? Uh, uh, no. Sounds awful. Not too Ooh. long ago, I heard there was a dragon turtle in these waters. Oh, do tell. Mm. Yeah. Well. And pirates. It's always pirates. Even when the water's frozen? Well, not so much since it's frozen. So no ice, ice pirates. pirates. <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't seen none. I, I will also say that in character, Charity did that. <laughs> Complete with hand gesture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, should we get headed out? Peshadric, Pomelo, Rosemary, Snow Mountain Baller, I'm not going to mention you because you're not here, and Jan. Sound good. Uh, listen, so thanks for the gold and everything, Akari. We're square. Um, but I also been heard a few things about you. Uh, heard you've been, heard you've been getting into some stuff. Well, yeah, you know me. We've been friends for years, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he didn't know me that well. I mean, he's agreed to it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's me. You know, I'm always getting into stuff, you know, drinking, fighting, all that. So, speaking of drinking, would I be able to fill my flasks since I paid you the 20 gold? Yeah, you drink. You drank on me tonight, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to down as many as I can before we leave. Are we leaving tonight, or are we going to stay here? I think we're going to try to move out, because he said he, we could get to the other place by tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. So I'm going to start downing as many drinks as I can. Like, I'm going to go find that shirtless elf guy and, <laughs> like, wave him over. So, ten minutes it takes for Akari to get pretty severely drunk. Um, the rest of you then have a destination? Yeah. Uh, and why don't we go ahead and uh, take a pause there. Uh, take a break. Uh, manager of fluids, everyone. Go get something to drink. Go to the bathroom. We'll be right back with all the more fun uh, and fewer technical difficulties. Yay! And you say gonna as, reset as your, as your audio artifacts yeah. again. Oh, God. <laughs> we decided to let it go, but uh, it, it's it was much better than last time. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. But okay. yeah, you might want to reset. All right. See you on... Let's go ahead and say 15 minutes because of tech difficulties. Yeah. Be back soon. Hello, friends. I'm going to move my camera just a minute. How are you? Um, I uh, thought you were, were waiting for them to respond. And I'm like, they can't. How are you? Yeah? That's cool. Well, she doesn't respect you. Um, <laughs> we're back. And we're playing, uh, my voice might be going in and out a little bit because there's a bad internet connection on our end tonight. 
but we'll try to uh, tough it through as best we can. Um, cool. So you all start out uh, onto the ice? Question. Yes? Uh, from my experiences with it on the plane ethereal, um, we can move at our normal speed, right? Like, yes, physical reality is sort of tied in a one-to-one -one distance. It's not like you phase through or anything, but we also can move just like we can move. Um, probably getting near the docks, I'd be like, we can, Stormbringer, to your point of if it's safe, we can probably just pop into the plane ethereal to cross so that people aren't looking at us. There's not really ice to fall through in the plane ethereal. Uh, do mind the giant wall that'll be on your left. Um, probably don't touch it. Uh, um, and I think that Charity okay. would probably have Clue pop him in to the plane ethereal quickly to see if it looks like we could do this. Yeah. Um, a little bit further away from the wall now. Uh, it, it's a little bit more more used to what you're you, used to seeing in the in the ethereal plane. The silvery shadow of everything. Um, not quite as blurred and not quite as windy here. Um, and you don't I mean, see any threats or anything necessarily. It looks like you can cross the frozen plane pretty easily. So Charity would suggest doing that, probably. Okay. And this is safer because it's fake water here, so the fake water can't crack or have turtle dragons in it? Correct, yeah, nothing probably. in the material plane really can yeah, affect you. It just, we just are sort of moving through the echoes of it, so it's a solid there. We're not stepping on the ice, we're stepping on an ethereal shadow of ice. And at this point, it would be kind of exciting because we'd be meeting ethereal ice pirates. But the ice is flat, how can it have a shadow? It's flat right now. With great hesitancy, I say it's a metaphor. <laughs> Not What's enough metaphor. Ignore me. So how many creatures can Clue take? Uh, I th think it's Clue can take five, but it's it's when he switches. Um, so he could do it multiple times. Oh, yeah, so he can bring people in. I'm sorry, up to three yep. willing creatures within five feet of him, but it doesn't say that, like, when he pops back, they pop back, so he can just shuttle sure. things back and forth. Okay. Kitty! Um, yeah. So, uh, with that, and Randall, uh, Randolph. Randolph. Uh, yeah, you'll have six. Um, so, very quickly, yeah. You are all ushered into the ethereal plane. Um, it's interesting, because here... Uh, looking out over the ice sheet in front of the docks now of Federo, it's like a, a sort of a brilliant, um, almost white, silvery plain. Um, it looks beautiful, almost. You then continue to walk. Um, you still see that uh, sort of blue wall uh, going up infinitely, who knows, um, even, uh, even at the docks. So even though there's no actual wall, that thin blue wall is still there. And it uh, it doesn't look like there is any landmass of Federo. Like, it doesn't look to me like there's a spit of land outside that wall that we could, like, go stand on, phase back in, or anything. Right, correct. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's literally guarding the perimeter of the city. Yeah, so yeah. probably just moving quickly across the ice, trying to use the hiddenness right. and... Yeah, I mean, uh, do you want to go stealthily, or do you want to, like, pick up the pace? Um, if you pick up the pace, you can probably get there in two hours, if you're going quickly. How long will it take if we go stealthily? Uh, like, four. 
five almost. And normal is like three. Yeah. Do we need to be stealthy in the ethereal plane? Uh, or there are, we... are things in the plane ethereal. Okay. Okay. Uh, Got it. I might say that we don't go quickly, but we go normally. So the middle course, keep an eye out, be able to respond if something's there, probably be able to like keep checking to see if we're seeing anything. Um, and then we can, you know, read and react for like, oh, there's something over there. Let's go slow now. Stormbringer's like super alert and watching for any dangers because she doesn't understand Great. what the fuck this is. Uh, Charity's also going to say, in case of emergency, I know it's not everybody's favorite, but if uh, if um, Burbage and Clem can hop in uh, Seamus, I can get more people back out that way at once. Is this only 10 minutes of air in Seamus? Is this really a precedent that we've set? Has Burbage gotten inside Seamus before? I guess that sounds mm -hmm. familiar. Yeah. For small periods of time. Yeah. I don't know if we've well, but I, I don't I don't mean for the entire walk. I was saying, like, if something is happening, if Charity goes oh, I see, in yeah. the bag, hop in the bag because I'm using it to be able to port more people out at once. Makes sense. Mm. Solid, solid. All right. Um, so you, you've set out across um, this windswept terrain and uh yeah um uh give me two of you give me perception checks as you travel let's say i will give guidance to one or both of them like if we're saying it's staged out at times yeah i'll do a perception check okay i'm probably not that perceptive if somebody else wants to do it I'm, i can do it akari's pretty good and both of you add uh a d4 to those i'll roll them uh, Burbage adds two, Hakari adds three. Sorry, I accidentally rolled it twice. It happens all the time. Can we take the first one? Yeah. What'd you get? How much do I add? Three? Yep. Uh, 14. And Burbage I got 23. Um, about half an hour, 45 minutes into the journey, um, oddly enough, there seems to be... The closest thing you could see is, uh, or imagine what this is, is a storm. Uh, there seems to be something kind of in the air off to the south, so it would be over the ocean itself. Um, kind of darkness gathering in the sky, um, but very hazy, not sort of fluffy like a cloud is, really. Um, and then you start to see little bits of light, almost like lightning streak through the sky, but it, it doesn't like move and crack. It doesn't sort of, it's not jagged, it's like a streak of lightning here and there or a streak of light that just sort of crisscrosses around and burbage one of these crisscrosses of light seems to pass behind something that is incredibly large that's floating in that sort of cloud mass almost it, it's it's, you know, it's lit up uh, everything around it except for it. It's just this dark mass as the light streaks through behind it. Mm. Um, and it seems to be moving slightly in that cloud. Though, again, you can't quite tell if the cloud is moving itself. Um, and, but that is a ways, a ways to the south. And remind me again, are we still in the ethereal realm? Or are we out? Yeah. So... Oh, weird. So we're in the plane of Ethereal, <clears throat> and we're about a third of the way across, roughly. Yeah. And it's to the south of Federo, or yes. of, the, of this realm. Yeah. Burbage would point that out to everybody. 
Gosh, look at that. There's something huge moving in the sky down there. Uh, we're probably going to want to keep an eye on that because that seems like the type of concerning thing that we probably don't want to be in the plane ethereal near. Yeah. You keep an eye on that and continue on at your pace, I assume. Yep. Um, it, it doesn't exactly seem to be moving in your direction. Um, Charity and Clem, give me either intelligence or wisdom saving throws. But perhaps no. Um... Well, I guess it's the same. 15. 15's good. I have a plus 11, though. Uh, well, that's not good. Hold on. Um, You've done poorly. Yeah. <laughs> please hold. Dear God, where is it? Um, I'm going to use Favored by the Gods. Add 2d4 to that. Okay. Uh, so 15. 15. All right. Oh, I could use my Flash of Genius to roll also. if I want to, right? Or at, Do I think 15? I, I can't fucking say. You I'm just going to leave it 15. Yeah. It's dumb. Shut up, Rachel. You don't even see anything affecting you. It's right, just, right. It, it's, uh, it's, it's honestly a creeping feeling that is kind of coming over you. Um, you feel watched, both of you. You feel like something with great piercing eyes is looking for you. And it hey. lands oh. on you. And it lands on us? No, it's it gaze. lands its gaze on you. And it I sees you. And you just, you, you look around. You might even lock eyes with each other because both of you are looking around kind of at the same moment. You don't see anything. But you feel like something is watching it close. A uh, voice oh. in the side of my head. Do you, uh, you feel yes. that? I do. It feels like it's looking for us. Would you know what that is? I don't. Thanks for nothing. Thank uh, you for nothing. Charity's gonna sort of wince. I think it might be time to get in the bag. Already. As you're saying this, uh, Stormringer and Hakari, you notice a small black shape in this sea of silvery white. Hunched over, small, and it's maybe... Only uh, 20, 30 yards from you. It was not there a second ago. And it's not moving. Uh, does anyone else see that? And I point. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I see it. I don't know what it is. It may be a person, but I don't think it was there a second ago. Does it feel like the gaze is coming from that? It's super hard to tell. Yeah, with a 15, you're able to withstand whatever it was trying to do, but um, you can't quite place a source. And the the black figure just very slowly starts to stand up. You realize he was just hunched, just almost hugging his knees. And he's tall and lanky, kind of long fingers. So are we talking about a Slender Man situation yeah. going on? So how are we doing with the in the bag? Are you getting in the back? Uh, All right. Burbage. Only because his name is Jansport now. Aleximus. Um, Charity's going to do the quick math that Clue can go with three people. Um, and uh, Chuck. <sighs> Still don't actually have enough. Sorry. If Clue can go with three people, then we're fine with those two in the bag. 
Oh yeah, Randolph yeah. also climbs in. Yeah, because well. Randolph oh, will go. Yeah. Uh, sure, gonna be like, uh, material plane, material plane now. All right. Uh, that figure just barely turns its head, and you just see these two white glowing eyes. No, 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 no. Thank you. Turn toward you, and <laughs> you are back uh, immediately. Oh. Cold. Um, I want to fight that thing. You almost feel a, a bit uneasy. Uh, the piece of ice that you are on doesn't actually, it doesn't look like it's broken or anything, but it almost feels like it's moving slightly. And it just, it, it just kind of disorients you for a second. Almost like the ice is kind of bending a little bit at points. Uh, charity is like there's something under it or like it's something to do with us, our contact to get or to is it more like yeah, there is something sure. it's pressing it down but it's not cracking like ice should right. it's warping like fabric would yeah it, it's just disorienting for a moment uh, and then whatever it is you feel like you've at least acclimated to it you're not noticing it um charity is probably going to uh have Stormbringer and Hakari uh, get on Clue and be like, flying now, uh, and have Clue take off with just a, not high, like I don't want to gather attention, right. but just so he's not contacting the ice, and I'm going to do the same thing with my wings. Sounds good. Um, and I think that I wanted, I would say to Clue, like, not exactly, but basically do this moving quickly, not as quickly as he can. He's much faster than me. Um, but for like five minutes so that we're well safe for the time that they're in the, the bag, but then land very gently again, see how we think the ice is. All right. Yeah, uh, you you do just that uh, and, and landing this time about two or three minutes just to try it out. You don't quite feel that weird sort of sensation of things kind of bending and warping just a little bit feels solid feels very stable okay uh charity would probably do it for like another two minutes then if we sure. sort of stopped yeah. halfway just using this to make as much progress as we can um yeah. and then the next time we alight uh very carefully open the bag and like help people out yeah one at a time so it's not like dumping them out onto the ice you open a bag and a tiny little uh raccoon hand <laughs> may, may i help you out don't touch me. That's difficult, then. It, it's scurrying up. and, and Char Charity's going to hold out, out, yeah, like his dagger in a scabbard, just to, like, give yeah. him an anchor point. Here you go. There you go. There you go. And Randolph is first out. Absolutely, um, who I would have chosen to come out first. The, the two of you, Randolph was acting weird in there. Um... You've never quite seen do you, oh, wait, do yeah. you mean he's acting well, unusually or acting weird? Unusual. Uh, he seemed genuinely scared. Uh, kind of really, really anxious. Inside the bag? Yeah. Aww. His don't touch me's got a little bit more forceful in there. Um, just claustrophobic? You don't know. Uh, he seems he seems great now. He seems, he's kind of hopping around with his little cat tail and his small hawk wings god he's a little monstrosity bare face and it's i can't believe burbage got in that tight space with randolph uh i don't think you knew that randolph was going to be going in there that sort of was a last yeah, minute edition <laughs> yeah i'd say that once randolph got in burbage like literally passed out fair 
as a defense mechanism. And then Randolph just sat next to you and, and rocked back and forth while he was nervous. Yeah. Actually, I like the idea of he was saying, don't touch me, and Burbage was saying, don't touch me. Just back and forth. <laughs> it was insane, Glenn. <laughs> Terrible five minutes. Yeah, how long was I? I'm just like, oh my god, why did I do this to myself? No, you don't touch me. <laughs> I, I want that to be what Burbage says as he emerges from the bag. <laughs> all right, did, did did you all have a good time on your little vacation to essentially a demiplane while in the plane ethereal? Was it good? Everyone have a good time? It's kind of nice. That's all right. Other than Randolph. What was that thing? I don't know, but I didn't want it to find us. <clears throat> Fair. That was genuinely uh, pretty creepy and settling, Andy. Thank you for that. that was, yeah. Let's yep. just keep moving. All right. Um, another another couple hours um, seems to pass. It's it's mid afternoon. Um, you you can't help kind of charity and Clem just sort of looking south, waiting for you to see a storm on the horizon or something. But there's nothing. Clear skies, though cold. Um, and above you, straight above you, dark smoke cloud above you. But the uneasiness, though, passes over over a little bit of time, and you kind of you know ground yourself in the mindfulness of being with your friends. Now, being much more aware of your surroundings. Burbage is in in conversation with with Julian on his shoulder. I don't think Julian actually talks, but Burbage no. is Burbage has found a way to communicate with it. It's like. Yeah, I don't know. I guess probably just a few hours, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, I, as far as I know, you're just the product of a of a spell, but you, you're saying you've become aware of your own mortality, your own impending disappearance from existence itself. Oh, Julian. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think about that all the time, but for you, eight hours. And it's been like four or five at this point? Yeah, some people believe that there's an afterlife, but Probably not for you. Anyway, what's going on? Clem, you realize that Julian had fallen off about 20 minutes ago and is trying to catch up on the ground. Burbage is just talking to no one. Uh, hey. I'm not, not going to tell him. That's unfair. Patently unfair. <laughs> Completely changes the meaning of everything I just improvised. <laughs> do, you, do you think you were really talking to Julian? <laughs> I don't know what Burbage thinks. I don't know what I, I, I was think. I was going to say... Where's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> well, as we established in the last session, I, Adam, am a Lovecraftian horror on the on the <laughs> on the fringes of Burbage's unconscious, and uh, yes, yep. And again, you might have felt the presence of Julian there, um, but Julian's been. I that was mainly that was my way of of saying we should acknowledge that Julian is is about to cease to exist in a few hours. Mm. You know? I think that's important. I think we need to honor that. Fair. Let's find some way for him to be of use before that happens. Okay, guys? Collaborative storytelling. I'm crowdsourcing it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and as you are pondering that, your um, journey actually goes fairly smoothly, and it's not too long before you're getting uh, close to the... Uh, to East Wild itself, uh, past the dockyards. Um, now that you are um, in the material world, um, 
you do see several ships uh, further, further south um, past the kind of ice shelf that has been created here. Uh, but uh, they seem to almost be just kind of waiting. Uh, they're not actually moving too much. Um, you're wondering if everyone's just sort of hoping this just goes away and, you know, the, the real productivity of the of the city can resume again on a moment's notice. Um, yeah. The wind has picked up uh, just a little bit, but uh, it's not snowing. It's just cold. And you arrive uh, on the shores of Eastwild, or near Eastwild. All right, let's go find um, Burbage Camp. So yeah, you pass through the uh, Whitemore Fields, um, which is mostly um, fields of like hops and grains and um, a lot of sort of brewing uh, spices and that sort of thing here. Um, and this is a much smaller outer community uh, than Wyvern, Wyvern, Wyvernim was. Um, but yeah, you uh, you arrive and there's a few people kind of on the on the road. Um, and you do see a small number of people at the gate itself. Um, and they seem to be shouting. Oh, good. Local disturbances. Hey, Charity, speaking of disturbances, I'd like to up our bet from 100 gold <laughs> to 200 gold. I bet you 200 gold that whoever or whatever this Burbage camp is, it will serve as the perfect final lucid resolution to all of my identity issues. I think we're going to meet the answer to all my questions. 200 gold? You're betting me 200 gold that any single individual being we could meet <laughs> will fix all of your psychological and emotional trauma. Yeah, because I've always felt Fuck it, yeah. like incomplete and, you know, if I find the right person, even if it's me or not me or whatever, then I'll be complete based on somebody else's existence in my life. I'm going to put it this way. I was employed by an actual god, and I don't think there's a singular entity that can handle that. <laughs> Alright, so you're taking a bet? Yeah. yeah. 200 gold. I'm going to be so fucking rich. <laughs> and mentally healthy. Hey, sounds good to me. Burbage, if 200 gold was what that took... I'd be delighted to pay it. <laughs> well, yeah. That's it. Oh, what, what are all those people yelling about? Let's go investigate. Uh, and once again, as we're if we're getting a little bit closer to that, um, Charity's again going to be looking at buildings for any thieves camp markings. Also, 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 remember the code names, okay? Because because now we can be new again. So so I'm Snowman and Baller. And that's Atasheadric, and that's Pomelo, and Rosemary Sinclair, and Wrath, and Seamus, or Jan Sports. She'll just still Clue. And Clue. But it has an E at the end. Fair. That's the secret. Clue with an E. And a silent G at the front. <laughs> The uh, there is much more thieves can't uh, on these buildings uh, on basically any sort of natural entrance into this area. You notice um, uh, you notice the letters D.O.E. for some reason a lot. And you um, you see Kemp written in these can't. 
Um, and you see a lot more about passage, um, pathways, um, uh, essentially stuff that allows you to realize, oh, there's, there's a bit of an underground railroad kind of situation here. Um, there are lots of different ways, um, people are being transported in and out of, of places. Uh, and Kemp is the name, um, that you're looking for to, to do this. Okay. Do I see any indications of like a meat spot or like a, a place that you would contact in this? Um, not necessarily, uh, not necessarily a way yet to do it, um, which kind of tells you from your experience, um, that this isn't necessarily a secret. You just sort of need to ask. Okay. Around. So this is, this is more of the, uh, a secret method of saying, here's how to get to this. Yeah. Talk open yeah. and you can talk open and above board in, you know, a quiet way, but yeah, it's, it's a wild style in, you know, uh, it's not on the menu, but if you ask for it, which everyone knows about, you can, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you see um, a group of, of people very heavily clothed, um, which is kind of weird because it's not actually winter clothing. It's just like a lot more of the normal desert clothing that these people have. It's just piled on in layers and layers and layers. So you see people with like 20 scarves on uh, and about 15 vests um, and, you know, capris. There's just so many layers of capris on people. Um yeah, it's it's a, a a little almost it's almost comical at first until you realize oh yeah these are these people's lives now, and they're ill-equipped for it, uh, and the people are shouting and it's very obviously um, they're shouting for the people to open the gates, um, and let them in, um, and uh, you also notice that uh, on the north end of town there are three buildings that are still smoking from being recently burned down. Okay. Um, so what are we looking for here? A red-haired, weepy dwarf named Burbage Kemp. Uh, do I see any, like, taverns or places, like, general store, any place that would make sense to mm -hmm. make a discreet inquiry? Right. Yep, uh, Door Meadows is a general store. Um, and it, it has uh, several of these can't about friendly, uh, good place to get information, okay. that sort of thing. Uh, like, I, I think that over here might work well. I can't remember who all in the party reads Thieves Camp. I think Burbage does. Yeah, I couldn't Maybe remember. Hikari? I, I thought Hikari might be able to. Yeah, I think I can. Yeah. Okay, so most of us can read the signs, and you'd know why Charity's pointing at it. Um, but yeah, I think Charity would sort of be like. So I, actually, I think Charity would s stop and sort of huddle up as a group. I think the most important thing for us to find right now is a way into the city. And if you are going to gather in a group to yell at the gates to let you into the city, that's probably not the people who have that. Yes? Makes sense. To me, I guess. Maybe it's like a diversion, though, and we're supposed to, like, do it, and then it's like we have to do it right. It's like a puzzle. And then, and then... Are you just trying to angling to lick something again? I mean, that's how you solve puzzles, so... <laughs> Can I just look around to see if I see a red-haired dwarf? Sure, give me a perception check. Sure, he's just standing right in front of us. 17. 17. Uh, you're looking around, you see several dwarves, you see several halflings. It, it's quite diverse here, um, but none of them with red hair sticking out. Most everyone's covered up. 
No one openly sobbing. No one openly sobbing. <laughs> Gotta get the boat! Churdy <laughs> uh, will uh, hop into uh, Door Meadows. All right. Uh, the place is empty. Um, the shelves are mostly empty. This is kind of a sad general store. Um, but there's a, a lovely, friendly, um, uh, old dragonborn woman um, who kind of saunters around. She's wearing a, a rather large apron that she takes off uh, immediately, throws in the corner. Uh, friends! Hello! What can Pleasure. I do for you? Uh, Welcome to Door Meadows. Um, I'm afraid our stock is not what it used to be, but it's delightful to have people and company, at least, <laughs> even if you don't buy anything. Indeed. Uh, we were hoping uh, that perhaps you could help us with a little bit of um, guidance to, a, to local personages. Uh, uh, oh, people, store, who are you looking for? Um, Charity will again, in the way that he has occasionally, sort of palming coins and leaving them on the counter. Uh, we were interested in a, a Master Kemp. Oh, Master Kemp, the defender of Eastwell. <laughs> oh, you're looking for a celebrity then. Charity is going to actually look back at Bourbon and go, <laughs> is it just tied to the name? A anyway, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, we, we would be. Uh, we, we understand that he has some... Uh, particular expertise in reaching certain locations oh certainly um uh well, i could get you in contact i don't i can't promise anything um but thank you for the coin of course uh, i understand it is appreciated especially nowadays um uh certainly um well well uh i essentially i will uh through through a couple of people that i know let him know that you're looking for him and you you'll meet here tonight if that works Excellent. Um, Charity will also, uh, looking through my inventory for a second, um, give her like five sets of rations, since it seems like her stock is very bare. Like, I'm sure you know of people who could use these and or could purchase these from you. Uh, um, bless you. Oh, you're, you're a regular camp you are. Um, thank Please you so much. Again. Oh, well, okay. Um, thank you so much for these. I do appreciate them. Uh, I, I will get them to the right people. Um, hey, excellent. if he's the defender of Eastwild, how come there's buildings burning, um, you know, on the north side of Eastwild? Oh, well, this morning, um, we had, uh, some of them are calling an attack from some sort of monster. Um, there was three of them. One of them just started burning everything. Luckily... Um, they were driven off. Uh, I think, you know, most of Eastwild's guard, which, what is left of it, um, made made a stand, and, and they're gone. So, were these creatures made of flame? That's what that's what someone said. Yes, they were made of flame, fire itself. I don't know how much more this poor town can take. I don't know how much any of us can take. Sounds like those inside the walls aren't very any better. I don't know why you'd want to go in, but... Uh, I question that myself sometimes. Soon, us ourselves are going to have to leave, go somewhere else. But anyway, um, tonight, uh, maybe eight o'clock. Anywhere in town we can wait until then? Um, the, the tavern, I suppose. Uh, it probably has a couple of rooms. 
as well. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's just around the corner. Um, the sign uh, will have a big beaver like gnawing on on some wood and stuff. It's called the Beaver's Log. Of course it is. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, she said her name was Dormeadow. Did she? Introduce yes. Her? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mistress Dormeadow. Uh, and yeah, she's and uh, uh, Charity will again um, hand her a couple more gold. Uh, see you this evening. If you do get inside, and poor Moxie is still there, she would make the best cupcakes. Um, if you stop by Moxie's at any point, uh, pick me up a couple. <laughs> I'll reward you greatly for them. Does Charity know this person that she's referring to? Uh, yeah. There was a ta- there was there was a place. Um, in town, you. Th- I mean, it's a big town, but you think you remember the name. Um, yeah. You don't really remember much about him. Okay, just but but, but, but it doesn't sound like something I've absolutely never heard of. No, 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 no. Yeah, you've probably been in there at some point yeah. looking because they sell potions and elixirs and stuff. And oh yeah, so I almost certainly would have been salves at some point yeah. since they would have been the type of people who would have had supplies for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, right, yeah. Head over to the log. Head over to the log. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You kind of pass the group of people still shouting at the guards to to let them in. Um, you do see uh, a couple children um, trying to make a snowman, uh, but the 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 snow is also kind of filled with some sand uh, as well, and so it's falling apart pretty roughly. It's yeah. Well, that's um, the saddest, saddest thing I've ever heard. Thanks for that. Visual. And they look at you and they say, Mommy? No, I'm just kidding. They don't. Um, uh, but they do sort of look at you as you pass by. Barbara's just gonna, gonna send Julian over. She's gonna say, Julian, you've only got like an hour left. Maybe you could spend that hour hanging out with those kids. Maybe helping them with that snowman, sandman. You could be its nose or something else, depending on how old these kids are. How old are they? Ten or so. All right. You're the nose. You can be the nose. Uh, it then looks over at you, Rachel, <laughs> because you're its master, I think, technically. Oh, well, no, I, I can't. It, I had just muted. I forgot. Um, this is like the, the thumb of like a corpse, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From the tomb. Yeah. Do I think that sending over a sentient, but not really, not talking, just moving an animated animated corpse thumb to interact with the children would be good? I mean, I'll leave that to you, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, It it, it will look like a nose. Yeah, fuck it. (laughs) Yay. All Um, right. So uh, you're going to want to go over there. And you're going to want to interact with those children, but be cool, because they're children and you're a corpse part, and so just, you know, be cool. All right. So it, it wanders over and starts to climb up on the thing, and the children... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! One of them just bolts away. One of them throws a snowball no, but, at it. Uh, and Julian gets hit and falls onto the ground. His name is Julian. Uh, one of them's like, no way! <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, as we're continuing to go, you said that like the snow is mixed with sand. 
Um, I'm going to try using uh, thaumaturgy to almost like sift it slightly to get them some pure snow using the tremor effect. Sure, yeah. Away Uh, from them. Just like, yeah, you kind of lift a little bit and and it starts to kind of shake and some of the snow uh, kind of falls into a kind of a a golden grayish mess on the ground. Um, And the snow looks cleaner and... uh, Julian kind of points to the snow and the children kind of slowly come back and begin to play a little bit more. And uh, I think that Charity will also uh, to maybe the person at like the back of that group that's chanting go "Uh, good people you appear cold it will only be for a little bit but uh, you can warm yourselves uh, and create bonfire um, far enough back so that it's not like right at them startlingly but right one or two of the people from the from the group uh yell they're back they're back uh and then everyone else kind of calms them back it's a it's just a normal fire it's fine uh and they look at you thank you we appreciate this of course uh what's your name wrath wrath look i didn't pick it that's wrath we're we appreciate it and they just start kind of warming. Now a, a larger group is almost huddled around the fire than is yelling at the wall. Um, and yeah, you make yourself into into the log. Um, it's kind of it's kind of packed. There's a bunch of people just sort of drinking. Uh, they must still be getting you know their imports and stuff. And so this business is actually doing pretty well. Um, one of the waitresses that uh, is is uh, around the establishment kind of. Uh, pops up over to you um in his uh uh a lay uh 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 what's uh tabaxi there we go um and she's speckled with white and black um and kind of looks over at you hi can i get you anything uh a seat quiet, maybe at least a, a quiet corner and uh probably a fair number of drinks for this one pointing over his it. shoulder at hikari that one's rosy cheeked already. <laughs> Are you sure? You're wanting a drink, I assume, Rosemary. Yeah! Drinks, 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 drinks. I'm still very drunk. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Uh, we do need the coin, so. Um, but I don't know about a corner. Um, I could, I could sit you over here by the fireplace. Um, that's the best room available. Sure, that should work. Fair. Um. And at this, she kind of snaps her fingers and a few pixies uh, fly over, take a couple of the plates and glasses that are already there off, and, and she leads you there. Oh, good. Pixies. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the log. Um, is there any drink specifically I can get you? Um, what, 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 what are you doing here, if I might be so bold? Did I see any uh, Thieves' Camp markings on this place? Uh, you did not. None. Uh... We're travelers who had been hoping to enter Fidero, and we had not heard on the road that things were so this. Oh, the news not reached you? Um, well, things are this. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a shit show. It's been, it's been a long trek through not entirely habited areas for us, so there was little opportunity for news. D- tell me, do, do you have anything? About why this is happening? Yeah, any news? We saw we saw some buildings smoking. Well, if you ask me, and no one ever does, but if you ask me, 
I would say that Rin is mad and she's locked everything down because the jerks at the temple didn't sing a song right or provide her with enough virgin sacrifices. I don't know. Gods, am I right? Right. I think they made her mad and she's locked down. A lot of people say Rin doesn't have power in this world. I beg to differ. This place is magically frozen, obviously. This certainly doesn't seem normal for a desert. No. So. They do virgin sacrifices at the temple? I don't know what they do at the temple. I'm never there. Don't let me in. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. They only let people in if they are summoned. And even then, they lose their shit half the time. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, you know, not here because we just got here, but I fucking heard that about those fucking temple acolytes. So they're just steal shit. Yeah, well, that's probably why Rin cursed the whole place. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you shouldn't steal things from people. This is payback. I like this one. Most people do. Uh, I would like to give a quick insight check of. Do I do I think that sort of what she's saying about like I think this is Rin punishing them, etc. It's not even for the exact thing, but do I feel like she's covering? Like I feel like that's I see, yeah. a thing that Charity would be able to get of like, are are you playing a role when you sure. do this? Yeah, go for it. Oh, of guidance myself. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, uh, yeah. You feel this person is believes this at least. Um, she she's a little apprehensive, maybe telling this to strangers because it sounds a little out there. Um, but yeah, you feel she's being as genuine as okay. she can be about it. Yeah, at the very least, I get the sense that she's not, you know, right. She doesn't believe something completely different. And right, she's not. Like, I I understand gods can be capricious, and it usually causes mm-hmm. great destruction. Well, I don't know what that means, but it sounds correct. Shifty bastards. Yes, shifty bastards. <sighs> anyway, I make a mean uh, white Bovalian. It's Ankeg milk uh, along with a type of whiskey. I'll have one. I'll have three. Oh. Finally, a place with Six. good classic Ankeg milk. It is, well, it's is old the- Ankeg milk. We don't get a lot of new Ankeg milk. But is the type spoiled. of whiskey druidic by any chance? Oh, no. Couldn't get a handsome druidic whiskey. Okay. Do you know you have to plant a druid to get druidic whiskey? That's... How do you plant a person? I know, right? Is the person that gets planted okay? I don't know. I assume so. I don't ah. think you murder a druid every time you make some druidic whiskey. I hope well, not. I hope not, yeah. Jeez. Yes, anyway, uh, you should be going to make those white pavilions. Ah, yes, thank you. Yes, uh, I'll be back with six of those. Um, how how much would Charity think that would be roughly? She didn't say, but you know, two or three gold, probably. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and hand her a gold up front. Ah, thank you. <laughs> and she'll scamper away. Um, and yeah, you see all kinds of people around you, just sort of, kind of depressedly sitting there. Not even talking quite a lot, just keeping warm and trying to drown their thoughts in alcohol. What would you like to do? Or would you just like to pass time until this evening? Uh, I think when uh, the the waitress came back, Charity would ask her name. They call me 
Clementine. <laughs> Charity's gonna look around. Mm. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a dumb name. Oh, oh Tammy, what's your name? Pamelo. <laughs> Pamelo. It's a lovely name. Thanks. Did your mother give you the name Clementine? No. No, I sort of adopted it along the way. I'm sweet, you see. But also a little bit sour. A, a little bit tangy, if you know what I mean. Oh, because you don't wash down there, yeah. Wow. Um. All right, we're going to ignore Pamela for a moment. And uh, t tell me, everyone seems to be in a bit of dour spirits, which is understandable. Uh, with what they're drinking, do you have enough for them to have another round? We do. Uh, Charity will pressure like 10 gold. That's enough. Yeah, to get everyone another round. Uh, she runs up onto the, uh, onto the bar itself, stands tall, uh, and says, Ladies and gentlemen, another round has been bought for everyone. And Hey, that's not bad. It's raising some spirits here. Um, they point over there uh, to our new friends in the corner, um, Pamelo and company. <clears throat> Message cantrip charity. What are the chances that there's a Burbage camp here and a Clementine? Clearly there are doubles of all of us lurking on the fringes of Fidero. Charity is going to message Cantor back. You remember that you're saying this to the one of us who has a literal clone of him, right? Oh, wait, have I not told you? <laughs> told me what? The clone's not a problem anymore. Charity, I, I took care of it. I, this conversation has been in our mind, but Charity is going to, like, lean forward and put his elbows on the table and, like, steeple his fingers in front of himself. Many questions spring to mind, my friend. Uh, what does not a problem mean? Let's start there. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah, I didn't tell you. I found I found this powerful magical artifact when we were in the Shadowfell. And there's something about this artifact that made me feel intensely powerful at the prospect and execution of using it. And it felt like, wow, if I could just you know, identify an intention, a purpose, a goal, an objective, and use this object, it would happen. So, uh, yeah, I decided I'll just do my part and uh, <laughs> rid ourselves of the, uh, the charity club. I will say that Charity is just, like, working through biting off each of his nails as Burbage is saying this. Charity's gonna stop. That's very sweet, and I appreciate your assistance in this matter. Was it a deck of cards? Oh, cards, no. No, it was nothing like, uh, like greeting cards, if that's what you mean. Like, armor? No, not that. Um, is that what you mean? No, I was more thinking like uh, playing cards, divination cards, that kind of card. I guess they were kind of a deck of playing cards, or they were more like they were. They weren't they like cards, ivory, yeah. right? Yeah. But I wouldn't want to. Now you wouldn't play cards with these charity. They were like <laughs> ivory. You couldn't even shuffle them without breaking them, probably. Oh, why do you ask? <clears throat> what, well, engraved, what? engraved tiles. Yes, engraved tiles. That's a good description. Uh, did, did they have images on them? 
yeah, some pretty cool art, pretty cool images, very artistic. Did you did you happen to see which one, uh, which kind of image was there when you you know took care of the charity clone? Um, I think it was like a big, awful, evil, threatening, Flame. scary flames. So yeah, like a demon, like a devil. No, but it was just literally. It was just flames, right? Fire. With yeah. the face in the flames. With the face in the flames. Yeah. Don't know what that means. So just uh, open question, Burbage. Uh, if you were, say, looking for a shop that was devoted to fixing your problems, would this image be sort of what you'd expect on the shop sign? Or would that be the image you might expect on a sign devoted to uh, destroying your life? Looking for a shop to solve all my problems. <laughs> I see what all this line of questioning is about, Charity. Somebody's getting a bit nervous that I'm about to win this bet. Well, rest easy, old friend. And Burbage pats you on the, the shoulder if he can reach wherever he is. If I do win this bet, which I clearly am going to, I will donate the proceeds to a charity <laughs> of your choice. But it won't be the clone charity because he's dead. <laughs> you want some uh, cake you... milk? <laughs> you, want some, you want some of this drink with cake milk in it? The poison? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Charity's also going to look at... Yeah, this isn't, this, this isn't actually one of those times that falls into the 70%, but uh, yeah, we're good. Oh, God. Charity is going to message cantrip um, Stormbringer. Uh, Stormbringer may need to have a conversation later. Please do not reply at this time because you do it out loud. But just remind me to have a conversation with you later. Signed, Charity. Best regards. Message cantrip breath. Are you saying this out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Charity's, Charity's going to hold up finger. Mm -mm. <laughs> My name is Wrath. What do you expect? You said you didn't pick that name. I didn't. So why would you act like it? Labeling theory? It wasn't. <laughs> it's fine. We'll talk about it later. Snow Mountain Bother. Okay. Cool. When? Like five minutes? Once we're... Where we're trying to get and relatively safe. Oh, that's not gonna like ever happen again. Probably, <gasps> we haven't. That hasn't happened in a long time. So, when we're going to go to sleep for the night, let's go with that. Okay, okay, cool. I'll be there when you're trying to go to sleep. Charity, you hear a voice behind you. Is that, is that you? No uh, one by that name here. Oh, uh, you're you're not. Charity, um, I'm sorry. You you look the spitting image of a physician that used to look after our family. Who who is this? Um, this you recognize as one of the sand keepers. Um, who you every once in a while would yeah pop in on and make sure that everyone is healthy. Your your eyes do look a little different. I than his. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize. <laughs> I'm not racist. Uh, I have a lot of tiefling friends. It's not that I think you just look, you look the spitting image of 
this other tiefling that I know. Do I feel like there is an angle uh, that I could, like, hold up a note or communicate with this person in a way that would not be obvious to anyone else? I, the, the, the family is fine, but, like, not obvious to anyone else in the room. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're right up at the table at this point now. Um, so if you did kind of write something and just kind of slide it over a little bit, they could probably read it. No one else. Yeah, so uh, I think Charity would uh, write, you're not wrong, but people are looking for me. And just sort of show that. <laughs> they look at it and then they look at you and start to kind of look around. Oh, it's it's not me. I, I just saw you. I'm so sorry. Um, my family and I got out of Federo and we're on our way to Sherstow or, or, or I don't even know where. Um, Isn't Sherstow the one that burned down? No, that no, was... Um, that was Wickamp. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, Wickamp and... Uh, the first one to burn down. Oh, uh, Roth. Was Roth. There it is. And uh, Sherstow is the the halfling village where we uh, fought yeah. the the Oni outside of. Oh right, another wonderful place that has no trauma associated with it for us. Remember when we were sailing away from Sherstow and those mysterious ASMR figures just stared angrily at us? That was kind of creepy. And those were the dragon turtles, obviously. <laughs> Bourbon just put it together in his head. Wait yeah. a second. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Even though literally Burbage saw them transform <laughs> yeah. from the ASMR figures into the Oh I thought those were new ASMR figures. <laughs> those were the same ones from before. Oh, Whoa. Yep, clone totally taken care of. <laughs> I just I just I just wanted to say thank you for all that you've done for us. Um, I don't know where you've been. Uh, a lot of us were looking for you for a while. I thought something terrible happened to you. Um, but it's good to see you okay. And whoever you are, I just wanted to... Yep, that's it. Um, okay, thanks. And good luck. Uh, Cherry will probably ask, are there were many of the Sand Keepers left inside the city? Yes, uh, the the dunes had froze over before the city was locked entirely. So the Sandkeepers didn't have a job, essentially, for weeks. A lot of them tried to get out. Um, it was slow going, but we thought everything would just reverse itself, and it hasn't. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Charity will probably uh, push this figure another couple of coin. Take care of your family. Bless you. Um, yes, whoever you are. Uh, take that, pocket it, uh, and walk away. <clears throat> uh, Burbage and Nagari, you're getting pretty plastered by these things. Um, uh, Akari, you're having a hard time kind of staying conscious. Give me a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Sorry, my roll 20. Do you... Well, hold on. I think I got it. Sorry, I keep. It keeps rolling twice, so... It's okay. Uh, well, the first one's 13. 13. Um, you're kind of in and out of consciousness here a little bit. All the rest of you sort of see Akari kind of wavering, sort of moving their head around, <laughs> not really locking onto anything. Um, Akari is not going to be much use 
tonight. It seems like. Whoops. <laughs> Burbage is okay though. Uh, so far. It's pretty drunk though. A little drunk, yeah, yeah. Message cantrip, Stormbringer and Clem. I want to give you both a heads up that very soon, when eight o'clock rolls around, I'm going to win a bet, and Charity might be very upset. I think he's got a fragile ego. He can get competitive when it comes to gambling, and so when it happens, when we meet the person we're here to meet. And it ends up being Steve Hogan Hallhammer. And he's the answer to all my questions. I just want the both of you to be ready to give give charity a, a shoulder to lean on, so to speak. All right? So that's what family. Message Did I finish that sentence? Did I finish it? Yeah, message Kendra about to share a drink. I think you finished the sentence because you said, because that's a family. Um... And I've got big shoulders, so I have enough shoulders for all of you. You don't need to worry about the shoulders situation. Charity is sitting at the table, like, wincing increasingly. I've told you all the party line hurts. Who was that? Did you guys, look, did you guys invite someone in here? Charity's saying that out loud. <laughs> oh, all right, so he didn't hear us. Um <laughs> Clem is just making a very, like, disgruntled face, but not saying anything. Uh, a a small little raccoon hand uh, (gasps) reaches up on the table and starts to slide one of the shots of Ankeg milk away. (laughs) Away from Burbage? Yeah, and then down under the table. (laughs) I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Clem's going to see where this goes. The little bear lick of a... you know, Pamelo, these things do have poison in them. I don't think that is very good for him. He doesn't have a stomach. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't put the stomach in him for sure. I don't even Wait. know where that goes. Yeah, if he doesn't have a digestive system, where what is happening here? I guess we'll find out. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I can always just make another one, it's fine. Randolph's fine. Science. I can always just make another one. I'm just picturing under the table. Randolph. Little <laughs> <laughs> people are replaceable. Well, I'm just going to sit over here. I'm just going to wait. Aw, oh, you think Randolph's people. Randolph's my buddy. Yeah. Just, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way it's me. That's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's probably, it's probably someone else. I tell Shadrick is having a breakdown. I'm not having that. Hikari is now it unconscious. Is a, it is about 7.30, so... Yeah, yeah. it is well, getting toward uh, the time when you want to head back over. It's just one last breakdown before all my problems are solved. It's a breakdown for the road. It's a breakdown for good measure. A little breakdown is a treat. Yeah, it's a treat! <laughs> I, can I, carry, had... I can carry rosemary. And yep. also, it might be bedtime. So you're getting sleepy too, Stonebringer. It's been a long day, uh, but yeah, uh, it's about eight o'clock, uh, and you're supposed to meet them back over at the other place. Mm-hmm. So you carry Hikari out of here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stormbreaker pretty easily fireman carries Hikari out, who's just muttering. In my day, there wasn't even bronze, and 
which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. She's talking about currency? <laughs> and No, I think she's suggesting she existed before the Bronze Age. Who knows? I thought wait, is there a D&D edition where there wasn't bronze? Wait, is there bronze? There's no yeah, bronze is not a thing currently. There's no bronze. I'm thinking copper, silver. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Um so uh so as you pass a small snow snowman there's a, a a small kind of limp thumb sticking out the face of the snowman oh. that you know what i'm Hopefully glad it looks face. like it has a smile on it oh yay That's yay horrifying. for julian <laughs> the, the limp thumb nose is smiling i'm just gonna say that that's fine no the limp corpse thumb Nose is yep. smiling. Oh, good. We added a word to make it worse. <laughs> uh, you open the door to Door Meadows. Um, the lights are kind of off at this point. Uh, it looks like they were closing up shop, but that's the best time to do smuggling business. Um, and you enter, and there is a. <coughs> uh, why did I not mute? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is a small figure uh, standing at the, the counter. Uh, with its back to you, um, laying out something uh, on the counter itself, uh, some sort of long purse, almost like object. Yeah. All right, this is it. Burbage knows this is this is the answer to all of his 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 questions, his fears. Steve, his is that you? Uncertainties, and much like in the first session of the Fates of Rin, he's going to run up. In full certainty that this, whoever this is, it is the answer to all of his, all of his questions and identity issues, and he's gonna just immediately hug this person from behind. Very emotional. You hug this person from behind. Consent is important. Uh, the figure turns to kind of look at you, um, and it's Meepus standing in front of you, who immediately stabs you in the gut. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, and that's where we're ending tonight's session. Wrath, I owe you 200 gold. <laughs> sure thing, Atasha Edric. Sure. <laughs> uh, he rolled a 22 to attack, just to make sure. Yeah, that's that, uh, that's, yeah, that hits. All right. We'll deal with that next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, sorry we had so many uh, technical issues tonight. Um, we, yeah, uh, you're awesome for hanging out. Um, the, the the family's closer to getting inside. Federo finally. Um, it's it's Shrek, and they've already lost a day. Not like there's a time limit or anything. <laughs> um, so uh, we will pick up here next time, which will be in a couple weeks. So thank you so much. Um, next week we have on uh, Thursday, uh, right? Yep, Thursday at seven thirty Eastern. We have uh, Spire, uh, yes. Saints and Sinners, and I don't think we know if we have anything yet on Friday. So okay, cool. Um, so we'll keep you posted. Uh, you know, um, check out our socials and stuff for that, um, and you know, join our Discord. So thank you all uh, very much from all of us at Helpful Goat Gaming. We love you. Uh, hang in there, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Good night. The lonely she Hello, friends. That was the fates of Rin, Goats and Dragons, 
a podcast from Helpful Goat Gaming. We have a couple more podcasts. Helpful Goat Presents, which features our world of Tear, a varied campaign put together by one-shots and shorter campaigns GM'd by our very own Galway Trainer. We also have the podcast Dom and Dragons, where Helpful Goat Gaming played Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan, the actor. He was nice. Good guy. We also have a Discord, and you are welcome to join. That Discord link will be in the description, as well as a link to our merch website, if you like us, want to support us, and you want something for your efforts. And until next time, friends, we love you, thank you for listening, and we'll see you. And white flower reminds me of